0: Hey. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. You're
1: so I came with three kind of basic things that I want to talk to you about. <laughs> One of them I'm would be least important cuz we've done the episodes with Joni about the Mennonite stuff. Uh-huh. So I don't want to spend 45 minutes talking about that, uh-huh. but everybody's story with that I'm sure is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So if we have time, maybe we'll get to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I've also never had a chance to really sit down and talk to, well, I don't want to label you as this, <laughs> but you would, you would consider yourself a Republican.
0: Yeah, I would. would you
1: consider yourself like a, an extreme hardcore Republican or middle ground or like where would you place yourself?
0: I would I would I usually vote towards like the Republican side, but I think it's very always good to see who the person is before you just say oh, oh okay. this guy's a Republican, let's go for him because See, there's, some, <laughs> there's some Democrats that might be good and some Republicans that might be good and there's some Democrats that might be bad and some right. Republicans that might be So
1: bad. I already had you pegged wrong <laughs> because I already thought you were just going to be like party line Republican.
0: But but I think like the hard thing about that, like growing up like Mennonite type, we were taught like you don't vote whatsoever. Oh, so I think, no shit. Yeah. So I think mentally it's sometimes hard for me to even think of like, oh shit, like we should go vote. Because all my life, you know, you're taught like you don't have to worry about that. Or is ever. it is
1: that the f- f- like point of view of it just doesn't matter? to um, stay out of it, it.
0: It's they have some Bible verse, like they just huh. say that they should surrender whoever's that. They should just follow. I don't.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't vote either, but it's just because I have no faith in any of it. Okay. So like, I just completely. I don't pay attention to it. Well, that's not. I like to talk about the political stuff, Mm -hmm. especially if it's like current news, Mm -hmm. something like that. And I kind of have like my own opinion on it, Mm -hmm. but it's never an opinion where I would like get in somebody's face. Right. Or feel like, like I have some pro-life friends that can't even understand the pro-choice point of view. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's very set in stone. And like you were saying earlier, like you're never going to change somebody's mind on that. <laughs> but I do like to see both sides of it. Um, I think that maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I think maybe it was Thanksgiving or Christmas last year. You had the Let's Go Brandon shirt. I <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And I think that maybe it was the shirt where I was like, oh, this- Th this yeah. guy's into it.
0: But <laughs> I do wear that shirt. Like you I wear it through airports and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I love I'm very like open. I love like conversation. I love doing stuff that's kinda out of the ordinary. Like most people be like, Oh, I'm embarrassed to wear that shirt. What are oh, people right. gonna think? I'm like, let them think, man. Is it
1: is that most of it is just having that kinda out there, or do you have like a serious Biden problem?
0: Um, I would say It's 50-50. I like... Like, the thing what Biden's doing in the country is, like... I don't... It's a lot of weird things on that guy.
1: (laughs) Do you think that there's a lot of weird things involved with every president we've had?
0: I'm not old enough to, like... I would say that. I wouldn't really kept up with it.
1: So when you were growing up, you weren't even having, like, political conversations at the dinner table. No, No, not...
0: Like... The first one it started, for me, was like when Barack Obama got president. I remember a little bit. Oh, he got president
1: because people were pissed about it, or I just don't in know. general.
0: I think just in general. Okay. okay. I when- heard that. That's when I first, and then he got reelected. When like twenty twelve, when he got reelected, that's when I was like a little bit more into it.
1: Is no. it? This is going to be a weird question after what you just said. The Mennonites kind of stay out of politics. Okay, they don't vote. Okay, but, but that doesn't mean they don't okay, have an opinion. Okay, is it safe to say that Mennonites
0: and Republicans go together? I would say a lot of them would be more. To rep- would yeah. if they would vote? Like right. there's there's been reports like if let's say a Republican would go to like the Amish country or the Mennonite country, if they would vote, they would win by landslides. And so in those okay. like Ohio has like huge, huge Amish communities there. And if the Amish would vote, they say Ohio would be like massive. So the Amish don't vote either. Mm-mm.
1: Most don't. But that's like so if you were a republican that connect with those people, you would that's be- like I mean, how many are we talking about though? Like
0: a how lot. many Amish
1: people are there?
0: Oh, in Indiana or in Ohio and uh Pennsylvania. I wouldn't say it's 50% of the state. Okay. But, it's, it's but it's over I would say I would say it's easy a quarter of the state. Would you say the
1: What would you say the percent this is just a bullshit question, right? The percent of, <laughs> let's just say Mennonite and Amish together. Uh-huh. Would be interested in the democratic point of view.
0: I think they're all, Oh, interested in their point of view. Right. You're yeah, like, Oh, I, I, no, I am pro I,
1: choice. I, I would say want no guns less right? than 1%. Okay. Okay. Like
0: very, very low because they're very much when it comes to like the gun choice, they, they, Will steer away from that, but like abortion, they will like massively. Like they'll be like, "Yo, you, because that's a that's a hard line they would cross." Like no, the Amish
1: Mennonite, they don't they don't fuck with guns,
0: right? They have guns, but they oh, will okay. They they would they have guns to like hunt, but they would not. It would be you would not be supposed to have a gun to protect yourself. Okay, because I remember
1: Joni had said something about like they are not into. The gun thing, but uh, they, they are for hunting. They're not, for
0: hunting, but not for, like, I come to your house. You're like, who the fuck are you shooting right, me? Right, right, okay. <laughs> they would never, like, they. there's massive philosophy is, like, turn the other cheek. And that's when I was like, oh, really? I come into your house, and I grab your wife, and you're just going to stand there?
1: She has made it sound to me like that is exactly what would happen.
0: Like That's what they it's, say it's, it's, it's would very happen. very just,
1: mm-hmm. like, no confrontation that.
0: That's what they would say would happen, but just let's be honest. Like, you're a fucking man. <laughs> you're going to sit there and watch your wife get hit? Right. They say that because it's the right thing to say, but well, that's a question. Would they
1: really? There's the – I've always been confused by this, and I could be wrong. I don't – I'm very capable of being <laughs> completely wrong. Yeah. But there's, there's a Bible verse or, you know, statement about – Turn the other cheek. Mm -hmm. But then there's the one about.
0: An eye for an eye one.
1: But there's more to that eye for an eye one, isn't there? It's not. Is it saying like. Because the one is like somebody slaps you on the cheek. Let him slap you on the other. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's
0: that's what they say.
1: But then the eye for an eye is like, well, if he slaps you on the cheek. Slap him on the cheek.
0: So what they're argument is you know the difference between the old testament and the new testament is
1: one and one and one is in the other yeah okay so the old testament
0: the eye for an eye was in the old and when they say when jesus came back the new testament it erased the old testament but they then still follow some of the new old testament and some of the new but they kind of take their stuff out of the bible like i think in the bible if you really want it you can make it back up whatever you want to say
1: yeah people have been doing that for a while
0: yeah so they i (laughs) It's just a big thing of, like, well, I'm going to say this is right, and I'm going to say this is wrong. And I can go and say, like, you can go to the Bible and say, like, drinking is wrong. You go to the Bible and say drinking is right. People, like, when I was a kid,
1: you know, I went to church till maybe I was in middle school, mm -hmm. but I was never, like, I didn't do the Sunday school. I just, Mm -hmm. we went to church for an hour or whatever, and that Mm -hmm. was it. But I remember always being told, like, it says in the Bible very clearly, no tattoos, no tattoos
0: where yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I just
1: remember that that was what was taught to me. Like, don't mark your body or it's a temple or something along those lines. But then as I grew older, I have a bunch of very Christian friends that are very tattooed mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, can, like, can you do that? And they're like, Oh yeah, of course I can. I like, well, doesn't it say you can't. And they're like, no, you know, it doesn't. So yeah, you can always make it. <laughs> work for you. I know. The. Is it just. Uh, the fact that. Mennonite Amish values and like traditional American Republican values just kind of coincide. Is that why you think that the Mennonites tend to lean Republican that. They're kinda of already that, living that type of life I would that with. would
0: be a very good point. Like question though, what is the Republican like? What's their primary objective? Like what do they stand for always? To me, it's yeah, always to... like whatever
1: the opposite of the Democrat is. Right. <laughs> and the Democrats because whatever opposite of the I Republican. like what you said at the beginning that there's good and bad to both. Mm-hmm. Because obviously like that's the only possible truth. Is that there's good and bad. Well, and no one,
0: like yeah, no one's perfect. Like even the like this person that you're gonna look at on Instagram, he might have some like <laughs> this, but he's still screwed up in his life. Dude, Everyone I, has that garbage.
1: I would say most of those, if they got more than a million followers on Instagram, there's something wrong. <laughs> there's something wrong with them. Uh,
0: yep, yeah, I know. If I had a question and then I lost it about that. Their values are the same. Yeah, it was along
1: those lines. Yeah,
0: um, I say like Mennonites love like they a couple of their values growing up that I'm very grateful I grew up with is like hard work. Like, True. I went on the roof when I was 10, 11. I thought it was child abuse pretty much, but now like ten years later, I'm like that was honestly one of the best gifts I ever gotten because I I didn't work hard the first three years, but by the time I was fifteen, I knew how to work hard. Whereas most. Pe- People that come out of college at 21 don't realize that till they're 25. And then they have you, have you had gonna... any
1: job experience with.
0: I don't want like I hate to say
1: like the normal people, right? <laughs> but but like an, a kid that went to public school and maybe he went to mm-hmm. college and this is, you know, maybe he worked at a pizza place in high school. But this is his first job mm-hmm. and he's just completely worthless.
0: Yeah, I've had a few yeah. people like that. Like, they don't work hard.
1: Because you were doing... that a lot the, of things. Like, what was it,
0: sales for... For uh, storage sheds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Um, most of those actually had some... Not all of them had a men and night background, but some of them did.
1: Oh, was that somehow related? Oh, the... yeah,
0: that's how I somehow got the jobs. Like, there were friends and cousins of mine.
1: I'm a firm believer in... Ninety percent of your accomplishments in life being that you knew the right person. That's I. I believe that hard work can get you there, mm-hmm. but you can skip the hard work if you just know someone.
0: Yeah, like they they say your uh, network is your net worth. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, it is, and I believe that too.
1: I think I've noticed with the Mennonite community that th- how deep that network goes. If there's something that you want to do, there's a pretty good chance that you'll know somebody that can get you into that spot. You know, unless it's, you know, I want to be a rock star mm. or a movie star. Like if we're talking about like I'm willing to work hard, like somebody will take you and, yeah. and let you do it. A lot of the experience that I've had, especially. I mean, when I was in high school, this was the late 90s. And you're not that old, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 41. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you would get the occasional like generic stoner that you would work with mm-hmm. in the mall food court, you know, at mm-hmm. a pizza place. And you knew that guy was just going to be like a useless employee, but it's only gotten, especially now, like progressively worse mm-hmm. to the point where now, if you want to go to, I always use Dunkin' Donuts because. Have you gone to the one here yet since you've no, been here? No, I don't drink coffee. No,
0: <laughs> that's one thing. Everyone's like, you should drink coffee. I, Do you I stay
1: away from caffeine altogether? No, no, okay.
0: I just, I just don't like the taste for it. Got it. I like, I love Dr Pepper. You like so. donuts though? <sighs> no, Not really, they make me feel sick. <laughs> have you tried the crumble cookie yet? Uh, I had, I had like oh, a half of one. That's like an addiction. <laughs> don't get started. There's what are they like four bucks a piece i don't care (laughs) that's my coffee people buy four bucks coffee every day i'll just buy crumble cookie a couple times a week
1: (laughs) did you get good service when you went in there to crumble yeah
0: yeah the one in burleson is super
1: nice okay
0: do you not hear
1: we have one here yeah but i've i haven't been
0: in there it's just yeah it's just a cool vibe it's kind of an it's a cool experience kind of it's just all cookies pink it's interesting.
1: We're, we're out of the house a lot during the day, like in between jobs. And so it's always like, let me just run into Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever and grab a drink. Mm-hmm. What should be like a short, like five minute stop <sighs> turns into like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine that you're big on fast food. Are you, mm-hmm. at, are you at Wendy's three times a week? No, no. no.
0: So right now but, I'm doing, have you heard the, the 75 hard oh challenge? Oh my God, don't, are you doing that? Uh, I did it once before. I didn't really do it right, so I'm doing it again. Okay. And it's kind of also to get ready for elk season, but one of the things I cut out is no fast food for 75 days. Okay.
1: So. When did you start? Uh,
0: I don't know. I'm like I, thought, I think today I'm like day 44. Oh, I just so get, you're in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, I get into the mental space of just, I'm just doing It doesn't matter where I am.
1: <laughs> well, if you only do it for 75 days and then you stop, what was the, yeah, see the that
0: the point for me is like I wanted to get better in shape and for me the first time I did it I started reading and I haven't stopped ever since. Like I started mm. reading self-help books and that was about 2 years ago and I have consistently read a book a month ever since that. So for me I try if I try to do something new, I try to add something, you know, to my daily routine, like reading and honestly it's helped a lot. Does does the self help book help you? Mm-hmm. I do. and so.
1: what do you read any of it and kinda like sigh at like this is very generic, very plain advice? Or are self- there like little hidden nuggets in there that are like, oh, this actually
0: I is think each me out? each book has a little bit something, but dude, if you'd like you probably know this. Humans retain like a little Like, you can read a whole book and retain a little bit. I just try to take one thing from each book and help try to help me get better. Remember one thing. Just remember one thing. Not, like, try to remember – because they talk about 50 good points. If you try to remember all 50, you're not going to remember any. (laughs) Yeah. So I just try to focus on one thing. So for me, um, I think it's also just in being in that growing stage of, like, trying to be myself better every day because people think, like – to be sometimes successful in life, it's that one big break. I think that's BS. I think it's the little things you do every day that add up to the big things. And then people are like, how do you get there? It's the little things that I did every day that helped me get there.
1: Unless you know somebody. Unless you know somebody. You but
0: sometimes them. it's even do the little things that help you meet that next yeah, person. Yeah,
1: very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. What's All
0: right.
1: What's the number one thing from the self-help books? that was like the biggest.
0: Oh, each book, but
1: not from each book, just from the, since uh, you started, like, has there been one
0: thing that was like the biggest? Biggest. Difference? I don't, I don't say it. I don't think it's just one big thing. Like okay. it's just those little things. There hasn't
1: day. been something you read that like knocked you on your ass and you were like,
0: Oh shit. I would say the biggest book that is like that is like how to win friends and influence people. Is that the Tony Robbins? No, that's the uh, Dale Carnegie. Oh, okay. I've
1: never read Tony Robbins book. My parents used to go watch him like do the, the talking thing.
0: I've never I've never watched him live. I've heard he's good. I've never just done it. But Dale Carnegie, like he talks about how to win friends and influence people. And I think a big thing in life is how you can communicate with people. Cause even like Darius was telling me the other day, he read that book. He told me he read it three times and I was like, Holy shit. But he's like, it's kind of true. If you're an asshole to people, people won't like you and you won't really get anywhere. And if people don't like you, it's hard for you to get a job. It's hard yeah. for you to get promoted. It's hard for you to make more money. It's hard for you to become friends. It's hard for you to find a wife if you're an asshole. So I would say that's the biggest thing. of like how to talk to people communicate, be friendly, be nice. You ever see all these assholes that do have wives? Yeah. <laughs> try to not hang around them. Cause who you hang around is who you become, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what, uh,
1: man, you brought up a couple of things. I try to keep it all in my head. Cause it's <laughs> kind of like, I have such a bad memory that I've been trying to work on. Like, okay, remember this. Like, I don't want to write it down. I want to remember it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so can I, on, okay, on on someone like that, so saying you have a bad memory. Mm-hmm. I used to tell myself I suck with names. This one guy I don't remember who it was. He said, "Stop doing that. Tell yourself every day you're good with names." I started doing that from no, that day forward. Like positive thinking. And it's back and forth, like it was so weird. I started remembering names. I was just like yep, I'm good with names. So just start saying your your memory's getting no, I, better yeah, every day. Yeah, Joni will call me on that, dude. If it, it's true, I was like, because I would. Three years ago, you would say, hey, I'm Sean. I would have asked my wife, like, dude, what's his name again? Now I'm just like, oh, it's Sean. Like, I don't even think about it.
1: You want to talk about 75 Hard, or you want to talk about more of the self-help stuff? Uh, I got a little bit on both. Or I can let you out of both of those (laughs) when we can talk about
0: no, we're going to talk about that regardless. So, <laughs> Go whichever you want, dude. I'm open.
1: Explain the the outline of the 75 hard program.
0: So 75 hard is very easy things. You have to do two 45-minute workouts. One has to be outside regardless of the weather. So it can literally be two 45-minute walks.
1: Both uh, of them could be? Yep. You could literally okay. just
0: go outside and walk they just have to be 3 hours apart. That's something I didn't know until I read his book. So the first time I did sometimes back to back 45 minute workouts. so I would say that's technically a fail and I'm really doing it because I want to if I, I love doing stuff right. If yeah. if there's a way to cheat the system, I don't want to cheat it. I want to like because sometimes I want to look myself in the mirror and say Dallas, you did it fucking right. You know, because that's just who I am as a person. So it's 2 45 minute workouts gallon of water a day um, progress picture every day and read ten pages of a book no al- uh, no j- alcohol, and then you gotta follow some diet like some people make their diet super straight I don't because I'm not doing it to lose weight I'm doing it to gain weight, so I try to not do that like I have like no candy no fast food this time okay because I think fast food doesn't you go with my body and Dude, it fucks I, you up. Yeah. Even if me,
1: you eat fast food and maintain like your proper calorie, mm-hmm.
0: Mark, you
1: still feel like shit.
0: Yep. That's so. that's. It's just like a thing that I wanted to just cut out. That's it. Uh, for the food, that's all. No, oh, seventy five hour. That's it. That's but you get, But then you do it every day for seventy five days. days. Yep. So the big thing for me is it. It teaches you how to, regardless what happens in your day, to still do the basic shit. You know, yeah, because are. some days I don't remember like, oh, when we flew out here, it was, it's going to be, it was a bad day. I woke up at fucking two o'clock That's awesome to go outside and walk for 45 minutes because yeah. it's a day of travel. It like teaches you like doing some of those small things every day, just count up like being date like this. It teaches you so much self-discipline.
1: Yeah. And the, the consistency when it comes to us, if we're talking about like weightlifting or gaining muscle, like that's like you're not gonna get anywhere if you do it twice a week and then once a week and then take a week off and then so that's the little things every day
0: like no one goes to the gym and benches 225 the first day you know unless they're you
1: (laughs) oh dude the first oh god the first time i went to a gym i was in college i was 25 because i went to college late and like i played sports in high school, but. We weren't a big sports school. Mm-hmm. So, like, I played football, but they didn't require us to, to work out. Like, we went to practice, but we didn't go to weightlifting. And so I, I just, at that age, 17, 18, you kind of have some strength from doing the sport.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: After I graduated high school, I gained, I don't know, like 70 pounds. Shit. And not in not good weight. Like I just blew up and got super fat and didn't even notice it, you know, for like a couple years. And when I was in college, I was like, it would be fun to play football again. And I look at myself and I'm like, like, there's no way.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I was like, all right, like I got like two years or whatever left in school. I'll play next year. And that was like my motivation to like lose weight and get in shape. I remember being in the school gym in front of all these hot college girls trying to bench 95 pounds and, like, you know, going in circles with uh-huh. the bar because I couldn't move both hands at the same time with yeah. the same weight. And, like, just being it's so embarrassed. I remember one time one arm gave out and the <laughs> other arm didn't. So it went in a diagonal motion. And I'm like, okay, I'll just rack it. But because it was so twisted, I went to rack it and it went over like the safety guard (laughs) and just, you know, took my whole shoulder backwards. And the whole thing just like crashed on me. Ninety five (laughs) pounds. But. If I had given up, that's still what I'd be doing now. Mm -hmm. So it was like, no, like, I'll stick with this. And the cool shit was. I don't know, three months later, when people started noticing that they would see me there every day mm-hmm. and they would see that I was losing weight and that I was trying. Like I felt like I was probably getting laughed at a little bit the first couple of weeks, but then people were like coming to help me mm-hmm. or coming and saying like, Hey, like yeah, dude, you've like, I had, I had dudes come and be like, Hey, you've lost weight. Like you're doing the right thing. And it was like, like, you're in, you're like a 19-year-old kid looking at, like, this older, like, tattooed dude. They didn't really want to like me, but.
0: I think, yeah, like, in the gym, if people, if you see people there every day consistently working out, if you see the way you can help them, like, it's just, if you go to a cool gym, they, like, people are, like, it's a, it's kind of a bond. Like, if you see a person there one time and then you don't see him again for two weeks and you're there every day, you're kind of, like, yeah, you can tell, you can tell. You can tell.
1: <laughs> especially when you've seen them on and off. Dude, there's some people because I've been in this town for so long that I've seen for like seven or eight years at the gym and they just look the exact same as they did seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And I do see them there consistently, but they you can see them just go and then they're just like going through the motions. They're not paying attention to. what they're doing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) I noticed that back on the 75 thing, those little things that you're supposed to do every day are always the things that I'm like, "Ah, I don't have to do it today. And then a week later, you're suddenly like, Oh, I haven't done this in like a week or I have a week of shit. I have to catch up on. Mm -hmm. So I remember when Jenna and Micah were doing it, I only was around them for, like, two days of it when we mm-hmm. were camping that time. Yeah. But, like, they
0: made it sound like it was
1: the most excruciating, like, life-sucking thing they'd ever done.
0: Does it seem like that with me right now? No.
1: <laughs> but also, you can, each individual person can pick how hard they want to make it for themselves, right? True.
0: Um, I think it's more like, uh, for me, like this time going in, like mentally, I was just, you know, sometimes you're mentally just like, I'm going to do this and this is just the way it is. And that's why I came into this one. That's why it doesn't seem hard to me. Do you get,
1: do you get to that <laughs> mental spot easy?
0: Um, I think that's something that like the self-help books help me. Okay. Is like mentally like be strong because I told like one of my friends asked me, he's like, oh, are you going to post it on Instagram that you're doing the 75 hour, And I said, no said, I'm more the type of guy that at the end says, yeah, I did it. And he's like, well, doesn't it help you keep you accountable if you put it on Instagram? And I said, no, I know I'm going to do it. Like, I just know, like, I'm just like, I'm focused on doing it. I'm going to do it. So for me, it's just, yeah, I have to do it every day. I that- feel
1: that way about there's so much Instagram motivation. <laughs> and it's like, man, if you need all this motivation, mm-hmm. you don't really want to do it. Like, you wanting to do it should be the motivation.
0: Yeah. It's, and if, you, I, if you're
1: struggling, if you started a new diet or you started going to the gym for the first mm-hmm. time and you're nine days in and you need motivation,
0: like, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, for for me, it, it doesn't it, – everyone can do it on the days they are motivated. But the days you go to the gym when you're not motivated, that's when it sees makes a big difference in your brain mentally because yeah. – like i don't know i've been going to the gym now three four years and some of my friends they still struggle they go for three months and they stop they go for three months and they stop yeah (laughs) yeah i'm very familiar with that and for me it's not even that hard like it's just i'm just like this is my lifestyle i'm gonna go if i go to the gym like my not always happens but my try to do my minimum is three times a week and i hit that I would say 99% of the time. If you're doing,
1: like, every other day mm-hmm. and you're going hard each day, that's that's more than enough. That's yeah. plenty, but people still struggle with... Like, you don't have three hours out of your week. Like, that's the problem. <laughs> you don't have time. Like,
0: man, it, the people, the, you got they time. S- they say that, but then you look at their screen time at the end of the week. <laughs> right,
1: right. It yeah. it is. It sounds shitty. It sounds like you're like some alpha douchebag. Like, Oh, you don't make the time. Cause you don't want them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, uh, yeah, it sounds kind of shitty if you were personally attacking somebody with that. But mm-hmm. dude, doing like the personal training thing in the past was like, you're paying me. You've already paid $500 to me mm-hmm. for the next like two months of training. And like, you don't even want to come to it. Like, what do you want me to do? like, isn't the money like you're wasting this money. We had a list that we could like filter through on the computer of people that had paid prepaid for training sessions that hadn't used it and didn't have an appointment scheduled Mm -hmm. in the books. Right. And it was like pages long of people that had bought this stuff and then just, you know, they hadn't come back in three months or, and it's like, you got like, you know, some people would come in, especially the the more rich people. Oh, I'm going to do this. I want to come twice a week for the next year. Here's the money. And it's like, you don't get this back. Like this is a purchase and it's good for the rest of your life. So, like you can change your mind and you can come back five years from now and use it if you want. Mm-hmm. But like, Dude, they would just drop thousands of dollars and then, you know, you'd see them like six or seven times and then yeah, never again.
0: One of the books I say, uh, was, I'm reading right now, uh, it's Endure by Cameron Haynes, but he says a point in there life is usually hard. You can choose your heart. Like some people choose their heart of fighting with their people they're around that they love the most, some people choose their heart of going to the gym yeah like that's i'm a big believer in that because if i can get up at two o'clock and go walk like that's dude i love sleep i fucking hate little light little sleep but if i can do that then if i hit a hard situation in life where you know all this pressure's on me that i have to make this decision for my family or something i can just remember myself like dude you do hard shit this is what you do it's not that hard and it makes it easy for me it's does that make sense
1: yeah it's all perspective mm-hmm. you yeah. can psych yourself out of something <laughs> or trick yourself into something yep you know or talk yourself into it whatever you want to do like there's there's always ways i just don't think that i mean there's a good amount of people that they just they don't care
0: they don't you know, and
1: it's, it's weird but it, it it's, is
0: and you know, i sometimes just think like, what are those people? Are they just trying to, like, do they just go on Instagram and just block their brain out? Yeah. Like, try to, and, they, yeah. and they're and literally, like... Like, imagine, like, it. I sometimes feel sad for them, you know?
1: I think that's the reason why the social media shit has gotten so popular, is there... I don't think it's that everybody is just wanting this constant mm-hmm. attention or this constant, uh, like, video in front of them. I think a lot of it is kind of what you said. It's, if you have... Shit going on in your life that you don't want to deal with. You start watching a movie, it's three hours long. 30 minutes into it, your brain kind of starts wandering, Mm -hmm. hits like a slow moment where you're reading a book. Dude, I've read a book, and then you realize like 10 minutes later that you don't even remember what you've read and you have to turn back like pages and start over.
0: That's why I read in the morning. But
1: (laughs) if you're looking at TikTok or Instagram, that shit's constantly changing in front of mm-hmm. you. So if you're Keep trying to, to avoid thinking about something, mm-hmm. dude, that'll, that'll kill three hours like <laughs> easy. And you don't have to worry about your shitty husband or your shitty job. You yeah. know,
0: like sometimes in the morning I'm taking like my last couple of weeks, I'm taking my morning walk and I think cars going out of our apartment complex. I'm like, how many of those people are really happy?
1: Dude, what What do you think? Percentage wise. Like how many people are truly.
0: I would say less than 10. Yeah, me too. For sure. Yeah. I think because like, I mean, people, people will always have that facade, you know? Hey man, how are you doing? Good. I'm good. Yeah.
1: I think I just talked about something similar on an episode a few episodes ago about. What did you really want to do with your life? Like, if you could be fully honest with yourself, like, mm-hmm. what's the thing that you would give up everything to be doing that would truly make you happy? But instead, you're a janitor <laughs> and you tell yourself that you love it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a sh- let's not give such a shitty job. Say that say that you're working in an office for like a really good company and you make 100 grand a year, 200 grand a year is that still like just a means to an end for you? And you've convinced yourself, well, because we've got this new Audi, we've got this nice house, we've got my trophy wife or mm-hmm. whatever. Like these are the things I'm supposed to have. So I'm happy. It's like, I'm so curious. Like what did you want to do when you were like 20? And is that still like, if you could trade these things, would you Mm -hmm. And like, would you also trade, say that you wanted to be like a, like a violinist in an orchestra where you're not, you're going to make a quarter of the money you make now, but this is your dream. And it would make you like fully fulfilled and happy, but would you trade it for the 200,000 a year? Dude, it's I think that most people just hit a point where they're like,
0: this is good. This enough." This is good enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree. With I that. think it's hard to Dude, It's so hard to not hit that point because like even me, like this obviously isn't what I want to be doing. But here I am doing it and I'm trying to make the best of it. Mm-hmm. But when I think like, do I really have an excuse for not like chasing some sort of dream? Like, not really. It just sounds like it's a lot of work and probably won't work out. So just keep doing this.
0: Fear, is it the, would you say it's like the fear of the unknown? I think it's
1: putting a lot of effort into something, not knowing if all that effort we'll come back. is going to yeah. come to
0: anything. I know. Yeah.
1: Because like I could continue putting an effort into what I'm doing and, like, what Joni and I are doing, like, it's growing. We're getting – we're making way more money this year than we did the year before. hmm But, I mean, I don't want to be doing this, and neither does she. But it's – like, it pays the bills for now. And you can't – like, you can't not pay the bills. <laughs> I know. So, say that I did want to chase a dream or she wanted to. If you were able to, like, quit your job – and have like a bankroll to help you while you pursue it. Oh, fuck. I'll do it. Like, I'll go do that now. But do I want to work from nine to six and then go to the gym from six to eight and then from eight until midnight, like focus on my dreams. Most (laughs) people,
0: they, they, most people, that's where they hit it. They say, no, I just, yeah, like I can
1: I'm already too, I'm, I'm done. Like maybe if I could do the dream focusing part, from like nine to six and make my money from eight to midnight. So I'd be a stripper or something. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. It, it, it's that balance. I, it, I don't think even the balance would be the word.
1: No, it's almost like, I mean, I think that it's, you just gave up. Yeah. But you didn't give up and now you live on the street. You gave up and now you just do what you do. And you're used to it and that's comfortable. And like, I don't think most of the people in your apartment complex, if it was black or white, like they're happy or they're unhappy. Like most of them would probably like if you're like, hey, man, what's up? Good morning. Are you happy? You know, some of them might be half maybe would mm-hmm. have that positive attitude. Like, yeah, I'm on the way to work. It's great. But I bet a lot of them are somewhere in that bottom like they're not unhappy, and they're not happy. Mm-hmm, they're just There's like some weird bottom fifty percent gray <laughs> area where it's like, nah, like. This is just what I, don't I know, do. I'm like, just existing.
0: Yeah, do I have a reason to complain? Like, I ble- like I have everything. Like I have a good wife. I have a good job. It pays the bills. I mean, yeah, we get to go on vacation once a year, but that's the true thing. Like that's, man, were, that's... were you designed to just do mediocre shit?
1: That does sound happy. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I have
1: a good job. I don't really care if I like it or not. It provides.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have a good wife, a good kid. We go on crazy vacations twice a year. Like that's, That sounds great. Like, I think I would be happy with that. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about, I think there's a difference between happy and, like, happy.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Right? Like,
1: I'm happy and I'm fulfilled and there really isn't much more i could ask for compared to like
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's good <laughs> yeah
0: it's good i think a lot of people live in that yeah it's good you know good job yep it pays good you know but it's is that truly what you want to do and i think it i think for me even i sometimes struggle with like knowing what do you truly truly want
1: yeah cuz it changes too
0: yeah it does
1: well I, I did body piercing professionally uh-huh. full time for six years. And for the three years before I started doing it, that was the only thing I wanted to do. So I was talking to people, I was going to they have conventions just like Conklin and shit, you know, mm-hmm. everybody gathers together. Anything I could do to get into the industry making connections, like doing that shit. And then I finally Got a job, got taught, learned a lot of shit on my own. And I loved it for, loved it for three years. And then for another year, I was like, yeah, this is fine. And then the last year or two, I was like, oh, this, I hate this.
0: What changed?
1: Just burn out on. It was like this cool thing at first, like like I'm putting holes in people, you know, (laughs) like this is like kind of cool. And then. It's like, oh, my God, like another disgusting tongue. Somebody's sticking out of their mouth that I have to look at. And hanging out with – you don't have any tattoos, do you?
0: Not yet. I you
1: thinking d- about maybe?
0: I, I, I don't have anything against them. My wife wants to get something. She wants something meaningful. I think I want something that means a lot, but this is also a fear of mine. Like I had quite a bit of surgeries in my life. And every time I get pinched with a needle, I've watched it. I've not watched it. And I pass out. Just boom. So that's the biggest fear of mine, just to be honest, is afraid if I get a tattoo, I'll be passed out and sick. There's a stereotype
1: for tattoo artists that they're giant egos, super loud, super Mm -hmm. flamboyant. And in most of the cases, it's a true stereotype. Mm-hmm. And especially at the places that I had worked, I was burnt out on the people that I had to work with. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe had I gone and like opened up just my own little room somewhere where it was just me, it could have been cool with that. But I got burnt out on
0: people hanging were. out with these, yeah. like
1: that type of person. Mm-hmm. And it's just, dude, like, and then now, I mean, I was 20, early 20s at the time. Like now, when I think about that, it's like, no, I don't ever want to do that again for (laughs) any reason. So, yeah, like you decide what you want to do. It's crazy to me that people that know exactly what they want to do and they go and they do it and they love it and they do it for 40 years. Mm -hmm. It's like, are you lying to me? Like, are you just saying, yeah, it's good. Or is this was this really your calling? Like, yeah, you've been a plumber. For 50 years and in high school you knew you wanted to be a plumber and you have a love for plumbing and this is this means everything to you. That's like either you're really lucky that that was like your thing or like you just you've told yourself that for so long that now you believe it.
0: Yeah, I think some like some people they use their you can use your your job doesn't always have to be your passion. I agree with that. Like, your job can be a vehicle or a tool for your passion. Yeah.
1: Because a lot of times you take something that you love and you make it your job, then you hate it. Yep. You ever done that?
0: I don't know if I have. You ever
1: had a hobby that you really enjoyed and then you got, like, way too into it? And then you were like, ugh. Like, that, happens, that happens to me a lot. <laughs> where it's like, oh, I really like this. And then I get, like, focused on it. And then, like, kind of with like sports as a kid, dude, I will go with you every day to like the baseball field and just throw the baseball, hit the baseball, whatever do like drills, like just practice ground balls. Like who Mm -hmm. cares? Cause I think that that's fun. But then you take like an asshole coach and two assistant asshole coaches and three hour practices after school five days a week that's like man like this was fun now it's like now this is so serious that you've sucked all the fun out of it
0: it really tests like how much you love something yeah and that's back to where like the how to win friends influence people so many people like that like imagine if that coach was cared about the kids (laughs) right wanted the kids to succeed Imagine how much different, even if they never did anything in baseball, imagine how good those kids would be today. That's Okay, so I got a question about that.
1: Would you consider yourself conservative, traditional? On. Uh, Just, okay, What what would your stance be on this newer toxic masculinity
0: thing? I think it's BS. Okay, so... I would say I'm a conservative traditional.
1: But you you don't like the idea of the shitty asshole coach. Mm-hmm. But the shitty asshole coach is kind of that toxic masculine dude.
0: Okay, t- explain to me. Let me back up. Okay. Uh, explain to me what you mean by the uh, toxic masculine. Dude, I thing. guess it
1: depends on who's complaining about it at the time. Because I feel like people have taken that and just started applying it to everything. Uh But if you talk about, like, coach or dad that's, like, tough love, no crying, suck it up, you know, this is where the men are made type Mm -hmm. shit. I feel like a large crowd would, you know, get on that coach as, like, hey, these are kids. But, like, when I was in school, no one said that shit. (laughs) When I was in school, like. I remember my dad being like, he's a good coach. Cause he doesn't let you guys get away with anything. Like he'll put you in line immediately. And it's like, yeah, well that's what I think sucks about it because that's what's sucking the fun out of it. But I also kind of see that like there is a place for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I do. I do agree with your point. Like both ways. I think, I think being a, a st- the world, I think the world needs real men. And now each person's definition of a real man is right. hugely different. Right. Like there's a, there, there is a thing of being like, I hear you. And then tough love. I think there's, I don't know if the words is even balance. There's just time for both.
1: Well, you are, you're not recently married two years. Yeah. Two years
0: fast.
1: <laughs> there's no way that I think you would have stayed happily married even for two years. If you were, Hey, I'm the man. What the man says goes. You don't suggest things to me. You don't tell me things. So like, you are both communicating with each
0: other. Oh, 100%. Like we have like absolutely. I think that's something that inspired us to be a marriage is cuz both of our parents like they they they're both married for like over 20 years, but right. they had they still argued like I can tell my parents this. Like you guys argued and I told myself like as a kid like Marriage does not have to be like that. And we both came into that and yeah, there are some tough moments, but if you communicate like that's huge in marriage, it's like, okay. you like, it's an open book. I told her all the time, like, Hey, you can tell me anything See,
1: in a, in a different podcast with a different person. I could ask that same question and the dude would be like, no, I'm the man of the relationship. What I say goes. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, oh, so what do you think about like that? toxic masculinity shit. And he'd be like, Oh, I think that's bullshit. The same thing you said, but like your definition of what that is and his are obviously totally different, different, Mm -hmm. which kind of sucks when, if you get lumped into that Republican Trump guns crowd along with that fairly or unfairly, right? Mm -hmm. You kind of get lumped into Oh, he's one of those guys. Do you ever think about that, or does, um, it, does it not really? I mean, it doesn't I, it wouldn't really matter be, to me. It doesn't know? really
0: matter to me because I know I'm like every person's completely different if you get to know them. And for me, I know like once a person gets if they take the time to get to know me, they'll like they'll either respect me for who I am or they'll hate me. And you want to know? I really don't care of either. If yeah, you do, if, I mean, if you don't want to be friends with me, that's honestly your loss. I'm like I, huh?
1: I'm with you on that.
0: Like it's it's just your loss. Like I, I'm gonna try my best to be the good good person. I'm gonna suck some days, but I'm trying my best every day. And if you think I'm an asshole, like it's it's a weird thing. But if you are very confident in yourself and you just are yourself around people, people tend to like you. And if you're nice to them, but you're just yourself, I people think, are
1: drawn to you. I think what happens a lot of times is the little. Uh, Like the situation I just put to you of somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, you're wearing your Brandon shirt and they're like, Oh, that guy is an asshole. You're not an asshole, but they're not going to come up to you and take the time to get to know you and ask you, Hey, would you vote democratic sometimes? And you'd be like, yeah, maybe if I liked them, they just automatically be a huge, (laughs) it would
0: have to be like a insane, but I do think like for like city council stuff, I'm not that much into politics, but I think it's I think you should do your due diligence on both sides, see what they stand for, but I would yeah, the what? republican thing I would most likely vote for that, but i will I'm not so hardcore that I'm not going to read both sides like I know better I just don't... for me, I know better than to not just be like, "This guy is a Democrat, this guy's Republican, let's just vote Republican. I would try to educate myself in before I go to vote.
1: You... I think I asked you this before. You're pro-life? Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you feel about the death penalty? For? For? For people? What do you Oh, the death
0: penalty, like, for...
1: T- if they do... Oh, s- yeah, not related to abortion. Just not related to like, abortion, yeah. Like, a, you know, somebody's on death row, they're a murderer, they killed 30 people.
0: Um, I never really thought of it, I mean... Okay. So I think sometimes, like, the world is better without some people. Like, they, if they some people just literally cannot be helped, you know. I mean, you can go lock him up or you can come they're going you can lock him up for 120 years, which I never got like, oh, they gave him a 200-year sentence. So he's going to die in prison. You could have right. just said till death.
1: It's <laughs> kind of weird that you could take like a 40, 50-year-old dude and you give him 50 years in prison. And it's like what's what's the point now? Like
0: he's going to die anyway.
1: I know a lot of people will ask the uh, you know, are, what are your what's your stance on abortion? And somebody says, pro life, and then somebody says, What's your stance on the death penalty? And the person says, Oh, I'm for it. And it's like, Well, what the fuck is that? Like, you're not gonna kill babies. You're not cool with that, but you're cool with killing criminal and they'll use that as like like I gotcha
0: and it's like, Well,
1: the baby's just
0: don't they didn't have chilling
1: yeah right and then the other dude like killed a bunch of people like he kind of lost his chance already (laughs) so it's not really a comparable situation but do people will like die on that hill Mm -hmm. of like how could you possibly think people expect that you would have to if you think one way it automatically means that you also have to think this way and this way i know that you're not allowed to have different viewpoints on different things for different reasons.
0: It's a lot of assumption in life, isn't it? Yeah. People are just like... They assume and they don't get the time to just sit down and say, hey...
1: Like right before we did this. Uh-huh. I was expecting you to be like, I got 50 guns in my truck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I thought. <laughs> but. I need more guns. <laughs> okay, well, real quick, because I don't want to get too deep into that. Do you have any issue with the way that gun control is handled here?
0: I think... I think, with gun control, I don't believe in gun control. At all. At all. Okay. Like, like not I, even, uh, like, age restrictions? I think there should be age restrictions. Okay. And that, but I think um, if a gun is purchased legally, like, if you go in and buy a gun legally, the government has no right to come and take your gun. Like, it's in the second, it's like the Constitution. Do you think that it's
1: hard to understand why someone would need, like, four hundred?
0: I mean, so this is this is the thing. Maybe he's passionate about guns; and just loves it and loves looking yeah. at them. And people, they're oh, it's a gun, so they look at it different. But then some people has four hundred Lego sets, like for instance, yeah. and they never bat an eye.
1: Yeah. Well, but I think that's I, I th- because of the I the like, thing. I mean, I probably could kill somebody with that if I really wanted.
0: I, t- but. So I, I think it's more of like like the reason for people have guns. Like, I do think like there should be like a good background check on them but
1: have you bought a gun from you how many do you own One. Oh, just one did just you buy it at a show or at a store
0: i bought it at a store
1: okay so you had to go and fill out the little piece of paperwork and well, wait, i actually like,
0: bought it to, from a friend oh, okay. it at a store. so you don't have to do shit no i didn't because
1: so crazy
0: that I, if, I need to do, I, I need to buy more. I just, it's just one of those things that I haven't done. I
1: think that it's weird that if I want to buy a gun from Cabela's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not that this paper that you have to fill out is complicated. You, you're barely writing anything on it, but like your name and your social security number. Not, you're not giving any kind of like weird information about yourself, mm-hmm. but there is some paperwork that exists that like, I bought this. Mm-hmm. But then if I bought it and then immediately sold it to you, I can just sell it to you. And there's no type of paperwork that has to change hands at all. It's like, that's a little weird just in the sense of I get the Second Amendment, but I also don't see an issue with at least keeping track of it the same way we keep track
0: of this is everything the, else this is the big own. thing I'm afraid like I know you own guns right you have some right yeah I got three you got three this is the big thing I hate about gun control they take guns away and guess who they, who's gonna give them up first the people that are in the right minds like yeah. they ban drugs guess there's still drugs out yeah. there I don't so that th- that's what I'm of, like that's why I'm so against it is they're gonna take the guns and all the good people are gonna have the guns and then just the bad guys are gonna have guns. And shit. Like, I'm, there's one thing I really respect about you. Like, I know if someone would try to come and get, like, my sister, you would, I think you would shoot him, right? Yeah, there's one, right yeah, over there. Yeah, <laughs> you, like, you would shoot him. Like, that's something I respect you. And if you didn't have that, that's why I'm against it. Because, no, I... like, you're not, you're not gonna go and just shoot up a thing.
1: Like, if, if we were chilling here right now, and I don't know, like, two armed dudes came in here, we're, we're out of luck. There's, there's no chance. <laughs> uh huh. Like, that's the thing. There's five of us in this house right now, mm-hmm. but that wouldn't matter. It wouldn't. But, yeah, like, if if we just happen to have guns next to us right now, like, okay, now we stand a chance. Exactly. I I get that. And I think that where this country is with guns now, the idea of removing them is ridiculous. Like, there's there's no way that we're just going to eradicate guns. So you will have... You know, good people or, you know, they do those buybacks where it's like, oh, we'll give you 200 bucks from the police department for your guns. Have you seen that shit? Mm -mm. So the police department will set up like once a year or something, any gun you bring to us, we're going to give you 200 bucks for it. Not, I mean, guns cost like a grand or more, but if you go give it up, like they'll give you some money for it. And it's either people that really need the money or, you know, people that have, kind of been talked into or decided you're right. I'm part of the problem. I don't need this. So yeah, say all the good people give up the guns. You're right. It's just the shitty people that are going to have them. Yeah. And at this point, if we were to start over completely, like I think I would have a different outlook on it. Like in Japan, nobody owns a fucking gun and they have like three to 10 shootings a year in the entire country, but it's because they managed from the start to kind of keep it out. So like police have them, but like private ownership is like, there's so many hoops you have to go through. And I mean, they have a totally, totally different culture than we do, but it's too late here. mm -hmm. Like, There's just, there's no way out of it other than everybody needs to just look out (laughs) for themselves, which is a shitty way to live to think that you live in Houston or Dallas
0: uh, close to Dallas Fort Worth area like
1: if if we went to Atlanta or LA New York well New York has some strict gun laws Chicago Chicago's
0: whatever. like the gun like see that's funny that's why I'm against gun zones like Chicago has like the gun free zone They ha- have the yeah. most shootings like right. their shooting rate yeah. is higher than most and they have gun freeze I'm like not enough good people have and guns if
1: we went there to the gun-free zone. Uh-huh. I would probably want to take my gun. I
0: know. Like, see, all these school shootings, all the shootings are in gun-free zone. So is that really helping? No, because like, there's no
1: such thing, right? Like, yeah.
0: Did you hear about that uh, dude that, like, in Indianapolis in the mall? This uh, shooter came in and shot, like, one, and uh, yeah, some some, guy, other dude. some other dude shot him. Yeah. You heard about that? Yeah. See? The mall was a gun-free zone, but that guy was still carrying.
1: I will take this, stand that overall... I don't think that's a great way to have to live to think that dude. So let's say that I have a kid
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in 15 years, that kid's going to go to high school. So it's going to be 2037. I don't think that I would think it was too crazy to tell my kid, Hey, take this gun to school with you <laughs> because just in the case of the mall like or that shit in Texas mm-hmm. with the like the SWAT team that didn't even infiltrate oh, the my school see, that's
0: also the thing like,
1: like what if my kid
0: was in that class
1: had a gun in his book bag or whatever and shot that dude like are you gonna expel him because he just saved all those kids lives but also dude I don't want to live in I don't want to live in that country or that world where because everyone has guns, everyone has to also have a gun. Like, that sucks to be that scared of going to the movie, going to the mall, going to school. But what are you going to do about it?
0: Yeah, wow. you, can be, you can be ignorant about it or you can just yeah. be aware. It's just totally fucked up all the way around. It is. like, And a lot of times those shootings, I think it comes back to that real man thing. A lot of those shootings don't have a father in their lives they don't have like they don't have that real or a parent like parents divorced a lot of things like that and oh, dude like it's definitely like a people thing it I'm is. not
1: I'm not one of the gun blamers because I'm not you either. know guns exist everywhere like we have guns it's like yeah yeah like There's a lot of fucked up people, I think, in this country specifically. (laughs) Probably more than in others, like, percentage-wise. I think we got more weird shit going on here than other countries do. And then the fact that these weird people have such easy access to it. It's, like, just not the best recipe with that
0: shit. that's That's why I come back to the Republican Democrat thing as, like, how many like how many of our politicians have our best interests in mind? So I don't think,
1: it, I think anybody that truly does, by the time they get
0: up there, up
1: there enough to change it, they've been corrupted by
0: money and yeah, like I it, think
1: that Obama's universal health care thing, I think when he started thinking I'm gonna run for president, this is gonna be my big thing, I think he really wanted some awesome European style free healthcare, But by the time that he was able to get it done, so many corporations, so many people had their hands in it mm-hmm. that what came out was, man, that shit sucks. It does that universal health care. I remember there was some tax shit where you got fined on your taxes. If you didn't have some sort of health insurance and I looked up, and for me, with no family, no kids, with some horrible deductible and horrible copay, was like three hundred bucks a month. And I was like, I thought this was supposed to be free healthcare. You know, it's it's, it's just government assisted. Mm-hmm. But so many people got their hands in the pot that it ended up being more expensive than like private insurance. And I was yeah. like, well, ne- never mind that.
0: Yeah, it's that's the th- that's why I will lean more towards Republican, but that's why I wouldn't say I'm just hardcore because I think there's also Republicans out there that are kind of.
1: I think when you have access to so many big pockets, like dude, who so am I to say ideas. that I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm not exactly breaking the law. I'm just changing something about this bill that that helps you out. Like, okay, you're gonna give me like a hundred grand. Okay, like go on some vacation.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, I think it's all money driven up there. I believe, like, are you a conspiracy theorist? You would say
1: to a point, like, (laughs) I think my conspiracy shit goes to maybe 15% of like the full 100% of (laughs) like the super out there stuff. I think there's definitely extreme things going on that we don't know about. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like the lizard men, I don't believe it's like, okay, that's like, that's one step too far, Mm -hmm. but Oh yeah. Like for sure. Like there's, there's a significant amount of shit that we'll never know about that. I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if even like, you know, top political figures don't know about, you know, yeah. that's just going on behind the scenes. But.
0: Yeah, that's sometimes I think, like, even Biden, he's kind of screwed with us, right? He's like, got one of the worst approval ratings. But then I'm sometimes thinking, like, is he running this or is someone behind him running it? Dude, you it, just don't know.
1: What is What is the president even,
0: like... Doing.
1: Yeah, like, not just him, but in general. Like, you may like a certain president's personality or you may like their convictions or their beliefs, but it's like Trump. The one thing I will give him, like he took advantage of that ability to do like the executive order shit mm-hmm. where he was just like, I want this to happen. I'm going to use this rare power that most presidents didn't use. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say, this is what's happening right now. Like that is actually a president using his power. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're not using that, You're having to go through the Senate and you're having to go through Congress and like you're not. Plus, it takes so long.
0: You can't get. No, you can't get it done that quick time, you know.
1: Before we go, I got one last thing. (laughs) You. uh, I'm not going to speak for you. Do you consider yourself to be. I know the answer. To be a Mennonite still? No. Okay. But you do consider yourself to still be a Christian? Yes. Okay. Was it... Joni had such a dramatic kind of exit from Mm -hmm. the community, Mm -hmm. not necessarily from like the belief system, but was there a moment for you where you were like, I'm done with this because of... The specific belief structure or was it I'm done with this because like TV and movies and so much other shit out there to experience?
0: Um, for me it was so we went to like a lot of Conklin events, right? Right. And I saw people talking about like uh just God and like how God has helped them all this and then you went back to church and they barely ever said that. Like they talked in church and then after church they were talking about their work and shit. And for <laughs> yeah. me I I always question like okay, why? Why? Like, I'm not afraid to ask questions. Like, if I want to know something about you, I'll just ask you where people will assume. I'm just like, they all, everyone assumes. I'm just like, did you ask him? No. Then you don't really know. So, I started asking all these questions. Okay, well, why is this? Why is that? Why is this? Why is that? And the more I asked the questions, the more the answers weren't there. And that's when I'm just like, dude, this is fake. Like, this is, this is BS kind of thing. Like, so it uh, was
1: belief-related. I would say, like,
0: yeah. I, I I'm, I like speaking truth more, maybe, I would say. I don't know. Never really thought of that. But I was just asking, like, dude, why, why do you believe this? Why do you believe that? Why do you believe this? Well, and they would stammer around. I'm like, if you believe something, you can usually just say it like that.
1: Right. You and, don't have to look for an outside yeah, source. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, oh. So – after a while, I just was like, "Dude, this is fake." And there's more to life than this. You guys aren't happy. You guys are living in fear. I don't want this. And then I would say, after I left the Mennonites, that's when I became like a true Christian.
1: What was it before you moved out of your parents' house or after? Oh,
0: shit. I think it was after. Okay. I don't remember.
1: You move out right when you? Uh were...
0: no, I stopped going to that church for a while. And then when I was about 18, do you know who Milton Jackie are? I mean, I, by name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were, when they moved from Delta to Ohio, they had a really cheap apartment. Like it was like five, 600 a month from this old couple. Anyway, once that had him available, I was just like, Hey, they're moving. I was like, Hey, can I get that? And he's like, yeah, I'll put a, I'll put a word in and, Guy met with me. He's like, I'll give you a chance. You're 18, but Milton says you have a good job. So I'm all about giving people a chance. And that's just when I moved out.
1: So you turned it, you moved out when you were 18. Oops, yeah, right at 18. Okay.
0: It wasn't, it was just kind of a thing that came up. And I was just like, dude, I'm doing it.
1: Right. And you weren't like looking to. I was kind
0: of now. like slowly looking, but I wasn't being like, dude, I need to move out today type of thing. It was just, so it came up. Were you, man, this, your
1: parents don't seem to, I could be totally wrong, <laughs> be very enforcing on like, hey, this is what the Mennonites do. You can't be doing this. Um. Or was there a sense of, I guess what I'm getting at when you moved out at 18, was there the sense of. Now I can play video games. Now I can watch movies. Now I can listen to music. Or were you already yeah. doing that?
0: See, that's the thing. There's so many youth in those churches that they they're not supposed to have smartphones. They have smartphones. Right. They are not supposed to, like they're literally not supposed to have that shit and they have it. So okay. I'm like, dude, why the fuck f- are you there? You don't believe in it anyway, but you're just like you're just lying to yourself. Dude. So that's I was like they were all doing that. That's why I left. I'm like you're doing it and you don't think it's wrong. You're just standing, sitting there. Cause because at that point,
1: why not just transition into being a generic Christian? Cause it, instead yeah. of a Mennonite, because you're being the Christian yeah, it's while true. saying you're the Mennonite. But yeah, it's I just went a, on a it, whole thing when we did this with Joni about that, where it's yeah. like, if you're going to restrict your life to this, like that's actually really impressive if you're actually doing it, because doing that's a lot of sacrifice <laughs> mm-hmm. for something that you truly believe. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to call yourself that, but do all the things you're not supposed to do, you can, you can still be all about God and you can still be a good Christian while using Instagram. Like that's, I know. that's fine. See,
0: see, that's the thing. Like they all did it and it's just such a fear based culture cult it's almost like very cultish. Yeah. They would say they're not, but then why do they like shun you when you leave type right. of thing. So yeah, I know. It's you're the third? You're oh. in the right in the middle. Well, yeah. For the for the kids? Yeah. Well, we had that sister Jolene who oh. died when she was six right, months right. old, but other than that, yeah, the ones living I am right in the middle.
1: When you decided so was there like a point where you formally like left the church or did you just stop going? I just stopped
0: like, going and okay. I was when they officially kicked me out of the church it was literally two years after I stopped going.
1: They they officially like they kicked me out. Did you like, get like a letter in the No, mail they came or? and
0: met with me. What? They came and met with me, dude. And I was I sometimes talk too much and I get myself in trouble. <laughs> especially when I was younger. So I got one of my friends who's way more like detailed. But he was also leaving the church or type or his parents were. I got him to go with me. Dude, those three preachers talked to us for four hours. Trying to convince, convince you to come back. <laughs> yeah. And then
1: when you decided not to come back they uh, after
0: you after about four hours, the head preacher said, Well, we're getting nowhere with this. We were like, Well, what did you expect? You're gonna convince us? They 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 every time I got a little bit wound up I shut up and his details came in.
1: Were you done going to church while you were still living at home? Yeah. So your parents weren't like, no, you have to go. Well, my coming.
0: my parents, my dad sometimes had little opinions about it, but he was just like, well, if you go to another church, that's okay. So me and Jenna started coming to that church in Montrose.
1: You still go to church now?
0: Uh, I We knew my wife started <laughs> in, but... After we got married. You don't,
1: you don't have to go to church to be oh, I know. to believe I, what you want to believe.
0: After we got married, we went like once before we got married. After we got married, we didn't go to church for a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up. A year, year and a half. But now we we do sometimes. Like it's out of the month, two times a month. Depends just if it works. Yeah, type of thing.
1: What do you think about souls? Do you think that people have them? I do. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you have any idea of what kind of like... Form they take, or is there, are they like formless?
0: I don't know. Okay. I've never thought of that. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll be honest. If okay. I don't know so, something, I don't know.
1: <laughs> this is something I've asked a couple other people. Obviously, you believe in heaven. Mm-hmm. Is heaven a real physical place, or is it more of like a meta physical spiritual place?
0: I think it's both. I would say. Okay. I, for me, I, I, it's just more of a belief thing for me. Um. Obviously, no one knows. Right. This is just what. What do I you think? F- this think isn't you. I hey, think tell it me is. It, I think it is. I think it is a physical place that your soul will go to. So, but you, I th- believe, I personally, just what I think in my brain that you will look still like a human. Okay, but that's I what think, I was going to ask. But next. I think you will like look like a younger version of a human. I think, but like in your prime, if
1: you were to see me, and which. You, yeah, let's not use me. If you were to see <laughs> Jaden, uh-huh. you know, two hundred years from now, you guys bump into each other in heaven, you would recognize her physical form as her.
0: I won't, so G- I that. That's one thing they say you won't. There, I think there's places in the Bible that say you won't be married. And that's one thing. I'm like, no, I don't want to believe that, bro. <laughs> I love my marriage. I want to be married forever. Bro. So, like, wh- is
1: it? Is it these souls? Like walking around like mingling with each other, like you actually see like a form of a person in front of you and you're like, or is it you get what I'm asking? Not really. Like is it like you're at a bar but you're in heaven and there's people all around you? I would or are they like little shining like balls of light? Like I would say it's
0: more like people like all okay. around you. That's what I would feel. So that's a that's
1: That's just is, my is everybody there in this one heaven
0: like would, like all these like
1: hundreds of millions of people i don't think so no okay
0: if, no. i just think i don't think everyone will go to heaven but right right whole- but
1: everyone that everyone that went to heaven mm-hmm. are all the people that went to heaven in this one like
0: area right i I don't think so. I think they're all just, I think heaven's going to be so huge. It's like huge that you're going to each have your own place. Like endless. To. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything. Let me, hold on. Let me check. Let me see like anything else. No. Yeah. We
0: went all over the place, didn't we? That's generally
1: what happens unless somebody comes with like, you know, like, like the vegan thing or whatever. <laughs> like I got a very specific topic.
0: Uh, I um, I like talking about life. Like it's, Really cool. Okay. You got
1: like 10 more minutes? Yeah. What time is it? Yeah. We'll go go till nine. That'll be eight minutes. Okay. We'll try to stop it right there. Is there something that you think that you can do here on earth that would completely negate your chance at going to heaven with no forgiveness possible? Like you could make one mistake and you have ruined your chance
0: i don't know my bible that good
1: this is just your my your belief yeah yeah
0: oh i think anything like you can be i think there's certain things i don't know them off the top of my head what they're called uh i've heard of them but like if you just go and shoot up a school because you want to I will hate to say that you can't be forgiven for it if you truly, 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 truly are sorry. But It's it would hard put, to see that happening. But right. it's hard to see it happening, you know, mentally. Yeah. Now, I think, like, if some, might like, mean Jaden are sitting here on the couch and some guy comes in here and tries to shoot her, and I go, boom, shoot that guy you first. You can't go to hell for that. Uh-uh. Right? I, that's, I, I, that's just, I think that's your job, Call, call uh, calling as a man to protect your wife. That's your number one calling.
1: How much do you question, or do you question the belief system in general or um, are you of like jesus or god christianity
0: um i do certain things i'm a very much like it's so weird but i don't i kind of go off what i feel a lot and see I, there's so many versions of the bible too yeah and there's so many versions like like there's like i don't know if you read into it but there's like king james or there's, like, there's a shit ton countless yeah uh, so I think the big thing that a lot of people get it mixed up is they don't go back to, like, they don't trace it back to, like, where's the direct translation? Right, the very original. Very, very original of that. So what was your earlier question? Forgot it.
1: Do you spend a lot of time concerning yourself with thinking about,
0: like, is there a God? Or are you, you're
1: sure, and that's kind of where it
0: ends. I, I don't even, I don't question, like, I've felt enough stuff in my personal life. About God, like teaching me things and touching me, like like stuff that I could not explain otherwise. That I don't even question it. For that, I've always no.
1: wondered what that feels like. Because, like, I couldn't. I could easily say, like, no, I've never. Uh huh. But it also sounds like I wonder what that's like. Like, do you get like this purpose from it? Uh, not really a purpose okay. from it. It's just like it more like some purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all could. <laughs>
0: But for me, it was just more like a, it's very corny to say, but for me, it's just like a couple times I really needed something and it was just like this very, it's kind of like once you close your eyes, just felt this very warmth, bright feeling that I've never felt otherwise.
1: And you have, you don't second guess it. You don't doubt it. You, 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 you know Mm -hmm. what that is. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Like that's it. And I mean, I've prayed for stuff that I was like, God, I'm going to try my hardest and I don't have no idea how it works out. And here I am, you know, do you pray before you eat? Not always. Okay. I don't think like it's a must thing. When I think, I think too many Christians get caught up. Like, this is what we need to do. And like, I, I and, and they sh- they should sit more, like more. This is what I want to do. Like, it's not a thing like you go on Sunday. It's a thing like what do you do every day? Like you need to want to get closer to yeah. it. Like, I pray when you want to, not pray when you need to.
1: What you said earlier, and I think you kind of hit on it again a minute ago, like you're following your belief that's kind of inspired by the biblical stuff. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, s- pouring over the texts, trying to understand every single sentence and what it means. Mm-hmm. You're taking kind of the path that you want your life to follow and taking inspiration of that from, and kind of just following Mm -hmm. your belief.
0: Yeah. I do read the Bible most days, like a chapter a day. I just, I try to read it just to know more about it, but I'm not sitting there and be like, okay, what does this verse mean? And then sit on it for 10 seconds.
1: If, If you were in a spot where you had to make like a moral decision, you would trust yourself mm-hmm. to make the right decision yeah, without I, like consulting the book first to yeah, find out what it's hundred percent.
0: I go with the gut feeling. Yeah. I think the Bible is very like open and right, God like leaves it. God leaves beginning. it to where he gives, uh, gives us the ability to make the decision. Like people wish the Bible was black and white. It ain't. it ain't, it ain't, it ain't black and white. And that's where I think like a lot of the Mennonites, they think it's black and white and it ain't. So, like, a lot of things, like, it's more of a personal inner feeling. It's crazy
1: to hear you say that they think that it's black and white. And then also hear you say, but, like, these kids have smartphones. Because, like, if they believe it's black and white. So the older people. Then you, they're not enforcing
0: it on their kids. They are, but they just don't know it. Like, kids are sneaky, dude. (laughs) Like, the
1: teenagers, shit. Was it different when you were a kid? Or was it kind of the same way? Because technology has come so far.
0: Yeah, well, by the time I got, like, 12, 13, 14, 15 area, that's when smartphones started coming out, right? Oh, okay. That's so, when yeah, other phones. Right about that age, you'd care it, about them. Yeah, and people, are like, they had this second phone that they were not supposed to have. and <laughs> But their parents, like, and sometimes parents found them, and they trashed them, and they made a big deal out of it, and some parents just, like, I've heard stories, they took the hammer to it and went, boom.
1: That's an expensive thing I to know. buy. Like, how are these kids buying these things to sort with?
0: They, are they, they dropping a thousand dollars on a phone. You know as well as I do. If <laughs> someone wants something, they yeah. can get it. That's true. Uh, like, do you I, got anything that? Oh, go, I, ahead. go ahead. I go, just one story. Like, one of my friends was telling me he's no longer the Mennonites, but his parents gave him uh, to go get uh, gas for their cars. This is how he saved up money for a phone. So they gave him credit cards. He always went inside to buy it. And he just put cash back on it. Every time. Yeah, like every, 20 bucks, 20 every time. 20, 40 bucks. <laughs> and just saved up. So that's how, like, they, they kids find ways, you know. But, it's, yeah. It's just funny.
1: Was the phone, like, on an active
0: service plan, too? Uh, they, for, like, they did a lot of just, like, the, the Walmart. Wi-Fi. Walmart. Even Walmart, like, straight talk or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what a lot of them did. And some of them just did Wi-Fi, just straight Wi-Fi. But, That's yeah. so funny. It is. It's, dude, it's weird.
1: You got anything you want to say, talk about before we wrap it up?
0: Go be awesome in your life and do what you want. <laughs> is, does that,
1: is that all encompassing, do what you want? Or is there.
0: Uh, no, well, take that in moderation. <laughs> okay. But I think okay. you should follow your passions and dreams in life because you only get one life. So live it to the best you can. Don't let fear stop you.